I set my alarm, woke up early for this one, and Deepak's still not bloody here. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 10 of Remember the Game podcast. You have myself, Dara Galvin, Deepak, and Tom on the line. Boys, how are we doing today? Good, good, good. I'm good, buddy. Episode 10, double digits. We've made it. Double digits. <laughs> if, only, if only the audience size is double digits, too. <laughs> well, that, that's the next challenge. That's the next challenge. Uh, how, how many uh, listeners are we up to now? Three. Okay, so solid, solid three. I mean, yeah. the worst thing is my mum is one of those. That means that one of the hosts isn't listening. But anyway, we'll, 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 we'll go past that. <laughs> Deepak, how are you doing? You all right? I'm pretty well, yep. Let's just not point out that host. <laughs> hey, Deepak, you listen to any good podcasts recently? <laughs> no, none whatsoever. Uh, you listen to any podcasts at all? <laughs> I'd rather not go down that road. <laughs> right quickly moving on boys um i've got a game we're gonna play this this week and i quite like the look of it um as we all know there's a lot of british or english talent up and coming talent um and we, what we're gonna do is we're gonna focus on that talent in preparation for euro 2021 i'm gonna come to you boys um and read out a name and you're gonna tell me whether you think real madrid or barcelona would sign them in this coming transfer window. So we're talking about summer 2020. If they do, then let's be honest, that the, the more number of players, the higher the number of players that bet Real Madrid or Barcelona want to sign, the better the chance England will have next summer. That's the correlation we're making. Going to kick it off with the easiest, I think, and that's Harry Kane. Daz, coming to you first. Real Madrid, Barca, do they want to sign him this summer? Well, you can make the argument that Barcelona have an aging squad. Um, the front two in Messi and Suarez are what, I think 33 now or mm-hmm. getting close to that. So they've got to start, you know, planning for the future in that respect. Griezmann hasn't exactly lighted up the, the season um, for Barca either. So there could be a potential kind of rebuilding at the front for them. Now, does Harry Kane, the type of player that fits into that kind of front three Barcelona ethos, I mean, I really like Harry Kane. Fantastic striker, really good finisher, obviously. Does he fit into that kind of ticky-tacker stuff? Not totally sure. Um, to okay, but let me throw it at you. We, we, Barcelona or Real Madrid was the question. Surely Real Madrid would sign him. They would, but see, that, I saw with Barcelona simply because... I could see Barcelona being interested simply because they have the aging squad at the front three. Real Madrid, do they need Harry Kane? Um, well, that that demands. So, so Benzema, exactly the same age. Well, he's at eighty-seven. He's thirty-two, turning thirty-three this year. It's um, Jovic, isn't it? Who we covered in one of yeah. our earlier podcasts. And it, it, the question is, do they rely on him? Um, or would, would they sign Harry, Harry Kane? I'd say probably not. Okay. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Deepak, Harry Kane, yes or no? Definitely not. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Well, the thing is, if you, look, if you look at his season this season, this has been his worst season to date so far. 
So on the back of this season, um, there's no way Real Madrid signed him. And I think Benzema's actually, contrary to what we said, he's actually been doing really, really well for Madrid. Yeah, yes. And uh, yeah, bobbing around him. So Harry Kane for me at the moment under Jose Mourinho, definitely not, no. Okay, I mean, I'd, I'd point out just a couple of things. First of all, Benzema is turning 33 this year. There's only so long, particularly up front, um, that I think I think you can play for Real Madrid. The second thing, and I, I totally disagree with you both. I think um, Barcelona or Real Madrid, if they if they sniffed any possibility of being able to sign him, I think they would sign him. I think Real Madrid would be the ones that I would stick my money on. And to put that into perspective. Since 2014-15 season, Harry Kane hasn't scored less than 17 goals in a Premier League season. So that's not talking about Europa League, Champions League, anything like that. So 2014-15, 21. 2015-16, 25. Next season, 29. Next season, 30. Next season, 17. This season, 13. And I know 13 doesn't sound like that many, but that's in 25 games. Um, so that's still one every two two games. Um I think if you put him into Real Madrid's side, if you put him into Manchester City's side, if you put him into Man United's side, I think he wins them the league and I think he's a 30-plus goal-scoring machine next season. But two, two have said no, one has said yes, so it's a cross next to Kane. We're going to go on to the next one. Sterling, yes or no? Deepak coming to you this time. Uh, yes, I'd say, I'd say definitely yes. Okay. That's that's an easy one. Both. Yeah, I think he fits into both actually. Okay, Daz. Uh, definitely yes for Barcelona. Um, I'm not so sure Real Madrid with their kind of wealth of attacking players and wide players would necessarily list him as their first choice. But I guess if the opportunity arose, you can imagine Real Madrid would take it too. Okay. I don't. I don't think City would sell, but yeah, no, so it's a, an interesting not. one. Okay, next one, and this one's an interesting one because actually, one summer ago, I think this was more or less nailed on. If if Real Madrid could have done it, now I'm not so sure after a poor season. Deli Ali, who that? Oh, Dad, sorry, you're 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 up first this time. I'm, I'm alternating. <sighs> If I try and leave out the bias of this season and just take Delhi Halley as a whole over the past couple of seasons, I think he could be a good squad player for Barcelona. Um, kind of come up last 15 minutes kind of style. But I, I wouldn't see him as a priority signing for either. Okay. Deepak? Yeah, I would agree. I don't think he's... I mean, he's a good player, but I don't think he's a superstar status player where he would he would be able to run the squad or run the team. Yeah. So for okay. me, I would say no. I don't I don't see him as better than Isco, for example. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now that sounds interesting. In- interestingly, and I hadn't picked up on this, but Delhi's actually having a better season this season than he did last season. Really? So this season, twenty four appearances, eight goals. Last season, twenty five appearances, five goals. Um, but you have to go back to 2016-17 uh, at a time where he scored more than 10 goals. He scored 18 that season. So his pinnacle was three seasons ago. But actually, if Delhi gets what another two, three goals in, in the next um, next four or five matches, 
actually, you know, that's that's not too bad a, a return for for an attacking midfielder, particularly given the season that Spurs are having and the way Jose is setting us up. But that's a different one. Um, anyway, Delhi is off the list. Marcus Rashford, Deepak. Um, no, whether whether see. United would sell him or not is is a, a different matter. This is whether yeah, Real Madrid would want to to sign him or Barca. I reckon they would, yeah. I think um, he's got the talent, he's got the potential, he's got the desire, so I would say yes. Okay, Daz? I couldn't see him being a starter for either team now, but I could definitely see them investing in him with a view to kind of prepping him as a squad player now and then maybe two seasons down the line, if everything goes well, he's kind of the first choice starter. Striker wise, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't see him making a big money move and going straight into the first eleven most games. But you could see him getting signed. Could see him getting signed as kind of a investment kind of thing. But then, you know, Real Madrid certainly are the type of team where if they're making a big money move, it's for a, a first eleven player. Mm-hmm. Um, they broke they broke that mold a bit last season with Jovic, and that didn't really turn out too well so I, I think that's kind of burned them a bit and I think with Barcelona you can see their, their transfer dealings in general are just terrible most of the time um, yeah yeah, I, yeah I, I don't see him displacing Suarez, Messi or even Griezmann at this point okay, no. so, so I think I'd, I'd, I, I'd I'm the same I think either, either club would sign him as an investment but for the purpose of this game I think we've got to say no then because we're looking at Euro 2021. So we're going to put a cross next to him. Next one, probably one of the most exciting talents, up-and-coming talents, Greenwood. Daz? It'd have to be an investment for the future kind of thing. But Uh, You know what? Sorry to jump in there. I I don't even know if it would be now. I I think after the past three, four matches, this, this is the sort of player that if Real Madrid get it in their minds they want, you know, he might not start every game next season, but I wouldn't be surprised if they came in with an £80 million offer. He's, he's clearly brilliant, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm on the Greenwood bandwagon, right? Certainly with fantasy and all that, I think he's great. But I think we've got to remember, like, <laughs> he, it, uh, the last four games, he's, he's, been, he's been given the chance starting. He's, he's been really good. But like he hasn't been starting all season. I think mm-hmm. I don't see him being like the hundred million pound signing straight into the first eleven for either team now. But that's that's not to say oh, it's maybe two seasons time or something or three seasons time. If he keeps up the same momentum everyone is hyping up to do now, and you know you see stats like he's had a better goal scoring record than Rooney at this age and stuff like that. And just keeps it going. Yeah, you can see in a couple of years the guy will be a top, like top world class striker, kind yeah. of in that mould. But for now, um, I can see I can see the investment, but I don't see him walking into either of those first eleven. Interesting. Okay, Deepak. Um, yeah, I think I would agree as well. For the most part, um, he's had maybe three games that have been oh my god kind of thing. Yeah. But I think he still needs a bit more. And um, yeah, he's young, but he's got the potential. Uh, doesn't go into the starting 11 for me for either side. Um, 
I think at the moment I would have to say no. It's only been three games, to be honest, that we've seen of him. Okay, we, interesting. We've been we've been here before with Fred, Fred, Frederico Makeda, right? <laughs> <laughs> we've had our hearts broken before. Oh, our hearts broken is a, a, a strong, <laughs> it's a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one, and I think this one is actually easy because I think it, yeah, it's a yes like, from from me, Sancho. Yeah. Yeah, I like Sancho. I, yeah. I, I don't know how you could argue against one. either team wanting Sancho. I guess he'd really. fit better at Barca. Yeah, but you wouldn't. Then, Madrid wouldn't turn him down, would they? Let's be honest. No, true, but Madrid kind of already are well stocked in that department. It. I. I mean, I think. I think. I think they could replace Bale. Yeah. Did you see he fell asleep on the subs bench? Yeah. Today? He put his mask yeah. on after. Ultimate shit house, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but he he only did that for like a second. He's he's he is having a joke with the guy next to him. Yeah, kind of but it's because he'd seen that they used yeah. all their subs, didn't they? And yeah. he, at that point, he saw that he wasn't going to be used, so he just yeah pretended yeah. to go back and have a little nap. <laughs> yeah, oh, but what a guy! But like with um with, with Madrid, like the impression I get is that the front three, it, ideal front three, is Hazard on the left, Benzema mm-hmm. up front, and then either. Vinicius Jr. or Rodrigo on the right. And Sancho, unless I'm mistaken, or could be to be fair, but like, isn't his preferred position on that right? Yeah, but surely yeah. Sancho just moves ahead of those players. You know, th- this is Jaden Sancho we're talking about. What was it? Was it 17 goals, 17 assists just this season? Yeah. True. I mean, I think he walks in. Yeah, of course he does. And and the Definitely. more I'm thinking about this, boys, I'm going back to Harry Kane now. How on earth could you both say Kane doesn't walk into the Real Madrid side? Benzema, we, I know he's had an all right season, but that's ludicrous. We don't have that Spurs bias. <laughs> Harry Kane, literally, you don't think Real Madrid, he walks into that side ahead of Benzema? No. Sorry, I know I'm bringing... You honestly think that? <laughs> yeah. No, no, honestly. So, yeah. so you would rather United ha- uh, Benzema over Harry Kane? To be honest, I'm pretty happy with my shot at the moment. No, no, no. Answer the question. <laughs> well, I think rather... it's, it's a different question, isn't it? It's like if you want him, Harry Kane at Real Madrid. No, 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 I okay. think Benzema fits Kane, that or, Real Madrid or, or, system. How can... This is, this is mental. So... <laughs> I mean, granted, Benzema, I think he's had 34 appearances, 18 goals. So he's definitely doing it. Yeah. But, but that's in, a, in, a, in an attacking Real Madrid side that are top of the league and in La Liga. This, this staggers belief for me that you're not, you're saying, honestly, so, so you know, taking aside my bias, I honestly think Harry Kane walks into that Real Madrid um, starting, starting 11. Now, if you boys are standing by, no, Karim Benzema over him then I'll leave it there. But I just wanted to double-check that point. At this triple-check it, mate. I'm uh, not moving. <laughs> could we maybe implore the listeners, a.k.a. Tom's mom, to write in with their views? Mum's uh, Mom, a Spurs fan. <laughs> settle, settle the debate once and for all. Well, okay, no. But, thing I'm, is, I'm but really we've, we've based it on this season as well. Like you said, it was based yeah, on but, this Yeah, but, but it's, it's this summer. No, no, it's this summer. This team mm-hmm. signing this summer. And that's for next season, isn't it? Let's be totally honest. So if you think a 33-year-old Karim Benzema will do better than a 27-year-old Harry Kane next season, fair enough. But for me, no chance. 
And if you ask me England's Euro squad next season, who would I rather, Kareem Benzema up front or Harry Kane? Harry Kane. If you ask me, out of those two players, who would I rather, any club in the Premier League, Harry Kane. Any club in the Liga, Harry Kane. Any club in Syria, Harry Kane. Honestly. Me- Mate, by your own admission, since 2017, his goal tally's been steadily decreasing. So yeah. he's, he's been decreasing as a player. You also have to look at the point that Harry Kane has been playing well against under Pochettino. And then now that Pochettino's left, you've seen a different side of Harry Kane. It's like August Harry Kane again. So can he adjust under a different manager? Can he do it in a different league? Who's to, who's to say? That is the question. Okay. Okay, I mean, I strongly disagree with both of your um, <laughs> both of your assumptions. But anyway, anyway, next one, and I think it starts getting easier now because the talent does go down. But I'm going to leave it with one last one that I think is quite a tricky one, and that's Trent. Definitely, um, definitely, yeah, yeah, all yeah. day. Perfect. So that's one. Then, then a couple of interesting ones. So a goalie, Henderson, Dean Henderson. Because so I think he's probably the best England goalie upcoming. Uh, Nick Pope, I know, will challenge, but I can't see Nick Pope going to... There's talk that Southgate might stick with Pickford as well, just to float that out. That, that would be ludicrous. That would yeah. be ludicrous. But anyway, anyway. Okay, Henderson over yep. Courtois or Ter Stegen? Mm. Yes. Tight, I know. I'm not, I'm not lying. It's, you know, it'd be tough. I think Henderson's had a brilliant season. There's no getting away from that. But it's been one season and it's for yeah. Sheffield United. It, it, there's a difference in having a breakout season for them and having a breakout season for Barcelona or Real Madrid. Okay. Yeah. 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 One shot, one save kind of thing. Whereas yeah. at Sheffield United, you're getting commented with shots left, right and centre. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, no, that sounds good. Yeah. And then last one, because I'm mindful of time. Last one, and this is going to be four players that I think are all very similar, all bunched up into one. Uh, sorry, five players. Grealish, Mount, Madison, Barnes and hudson Adoy. Any of those do you think would be, be signed? So Grealish, Mount, Madison, no, Barnes, hudson Adoy. No, no, definitely not. No. No, I, not a chance. Definitely not in the first 11 for either team, no. Yeah. Okay. Even on the bench, to be honest, I would say no. <sighs> yeah. Definitely not for Barca or for Madrid. Um, Hudson Adoy hasn't really done it. I, he's yeah. really highly rated. I get that, but like, and he's had injuries. To be fair to him, but he just hasn't really done it so far. That's not to say he won't next season, but no, not not based on what he's done today. Okay. Yeah, so last not. last question for you both. And I hope you've been scribbling down the names that I've, I've shouted out. What would be your starting, not lineup, because I think that just goes into too much depth, but starting attacking lineup for England next summer, based on current current form? So you've, you've both said Sterling for Real Madrid Barca, so I guess he'll play on the left. You said Sancho, mm-hmm. I guess he'll play on the right. Who's playing up front and who's playing in the middle? And it is quite a tough one because you've got the likes of Rashford, you've got the likes of Greenwood, you've got Grealish, you've got Dele, you've got Kane, you've got Abraham, you've got Vardy, Ings, Mount, Madison, Barnes, Hudson, you know, you've got so much talent. I mean, the the romantic in me wants to say Danny Ings, but (laughs) I I guess it's got to be Harry Kane or Rashford starting up front. Okay, so you've got Kane or Rashford, one of the two. 
And then you've got... We're agreeing on Sterling on the left, aren't we? Yeah. And we're agreeing on Sancho on the right. So who's just in, bet- in behind them? In behind them. I guess you're, you're left with Grealish, Mount, Madison, Deli Alley, I would presume. <sighs> or, or Green... Well, that, that Greenwood's, you know, if he has a good season. <laughs> See, Madison's gone off the boil quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of in recent games. And I know that firsthand from fantasy <laughs> but like madison when he's on form i really like him um you know in a year's time would he have been playing so well that he could break into that team in the first 11 maybe but i think i think i'd i'd love madison to be there but i think based at the moment i don't know um for me it's mount or grealish Who's been um, playing there at the moment? Is it Mount in the last few years? Well, I, th- I think we've had a combination of Delhi at some point, uh, then he got dropped, and then I think it has been a combination of Madison, Mount. I think Grealish has also had, had a, a game. I mean, this, this just underlines, like for me, how powerful England are up front. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, th- I, I think that CEM is still lacking, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, Mason Mount at, at Chelsea, you know, he's he's doing fairly well. I think, so this this is where I think, it gets I think interesting. I trust in the manager he's very comfortable with at Lampard. Um, but I don't know if he's, he's going to pull it out every season, do it season after season. For me, he's still, I think he is, he can be improved. But, but, but then, so then do you play Sterling in that role? And do That's you put Rashford out well. on the left? With, England, when they play, it's more, they use the wings a lot. It's not so much down the middle. Um, so I would still even try to put Sterling in the hole behind Kane. or even And then put Rashford, Rashford on the left. Kane. Yeah. And yeah, I think those four need to start, to be honest. You need Kane in the squad because he's your ideal finisher. I think England don't have anyone else like him unless it's Vardy. But com- in comparison, I think still Kane. Um, on the left has to be Sancho. On the right, Sterling or Rashford, and in the hole, one of them either. So, if you had Rashford, Sterling, Sancho, Kane up front, that's that four that's up front is yeah, it's pretty good. And it's then if you, if you add in the it. likes of Trent on the right, possibly yep. Ben Chilwell on the left, uh, who, who's yeah. slightly less, um, you know, but but still Ben Chilwell. And then you know whether it's Pope Henderson, pick well, hopefully Pope or Henderson in. in um, in behind, I think all of a sudden the issue areas become central defence and central midfield for me. Um, yeah, but no, really interesting. Anyway, boys, thanks for indulging my my questions. We're going to kick it off on Fancy Daz. Are you going to give us a brief roundup? Right foot across from him. Bale target. Oh, are you serious? Gareth Bale just on the pitch. One of the best goals you'll ever see in a Champions League final. Yeah, so um, since we last podcasted, there's actually been one and a half game weeks. Uh, we're midway through game week. Mm-hmm. I believe it's 35 at the moment. So if we yeah. kind of do a quick review of game week 34, um, quite a high-scoring game week all around for loads of us. Um, I think it's no surprise to listeners that I've come out <laughs> on top yet again with 93 points. 
Um, you got Jamie again, though, didn't you? That's like you, you, the luck is definitely on your side this season. Let's yep. be totally honest. Sour grapes doesn't suit you, Tom. Um, <laughs> Deepak wasn't far behind actually on eighty-nine points, and Tom, rightfully in fourth place on seventy-five points. Still a good turnout all round. Um, I, I I think that the main things for me was you know riding that Fernandez train all the way yep. to victory. So captain yeah. him, he delivered on the captaincy 28 points. Right next to him as well in my team, uh, Mohamed Salah on 18 points. Pulisic, I'm annoyed I didn't go with Willian, right? I was tossing up between Pulisic and Willian because I know Deepak has Willian. But Pulisic got nine, wasn't too bad. Um, I think other notable shout-outs as well goes to Danny Ings again, nine points. Yeah. Um, Mason Greenwood, who we discussed earlier on the podcast, kind of, yeah, the last couple of games, he's just been amazing. Just mm-hmm. he's he's on a rich vein of form at the moment, and you know Nick Pope at the back as well, keeping a nice clean sheet, eight points for me. So, um, yeah, really, really pleased with that game week. Um, Deepak, eighty nine points yourself. What do you reckon? Yeah, quite quite a decent game week. Um... I mean, I took I took a minus eight actually, um, contrary to what you guys said. Guys said I brought in my three United players. Um, I dropped, I forget who I dropped to be honest. Um, I think it was yeah, I dropped um, the Newcastle lad, and I dropped yeah, Saint Maximum, Saint Maximum, Saint Maximum, and Juan Basaka. So I brought in Greenwood. Uh, I upgraded to Fernandez as well as. In my defense, I took a gamble on Dean from Everton. Yeah, and I think uh, Greenwood is an absolute godsend at the moment. Four point yeah. eight million. Kind he's of. He's going to get rotated at some point, boys. Oh, 100%. absolutely. But he's one of the lowest priced strikers in the game. Yeah. But you know what, Tom? Actually, no, I don't. I don't think he gets rotated in this in this form. I don't think he's. You can you can touch that front four. At the moment, but, but, especially with United still having everything to play for top four. But we've got an FA Cup semi-final coming up in two game weeks, boys. We know that there's going to need to be some sort of rotation because United, I think, have a game. Let's have a look. We've got a game. Man United play on the 16th, Thursday the 16th. Yeah. yeah. Then Sunday the 19th. And then Wednesday the 22nd. So they've got, in the space of six days, three games. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's, he's going to have to rotate. You know, I, don't, I, I obviously don't know who he's going to rotate because actually Greenwood's maybe fresher than he's the young. other boys. But but he's he's hundred percent going to rotate. Let's be totally honest. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he rotates next game week. Palace away. Yeah, Deepak, you're right. Because mm. in preparation for that semi final, well, um, particularly now that Chelsea have dropped points and and United are in the driving seat. Rotation aside, he the last three games he's got thirty two points. So yeah, for a four point yeah. eight million striker, that is a ridiculous return. Yeah, and I, I'm just bitter, boys, because I went Maguire <laughs> over him. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Well, if we go into your team as well, Tom, then so seventy five points for game week thirty four. Um, yeah, just the wrong caption choice. Just the wrong caption choice. Um, I think that would have ended up. I went De Bruyne, who got me fourteen points. Um, I think if I'd gone Fernandez, it would have got me, you know, well, twenty-eight points. Mm-hmm. Um, so that in itself, I think, brings me back into into contention. But otherwise, 
not not too bad. I've got Vardy, who's been doing all right. He's got Pope in goal, like most people. Got Martial in there. Got Saka. Got Richarlison. Charleston, I was surprised at um, because he scored one of the only two goals in the match, but didn't pick up mm-hmm. any bonus points. Um, and, and my biggest thing, and we're going to come on to this game week in a second, my biggest thing was Antonio, and I wanted to bring him in. Um, I recommended to my mum that she brings him in. I really like the look of him. I loved that he was playing up front and he's classed as a midfielder. Same reason I've got Richarlison, same reason I've got Martial. What's his price? Uh, I think it was about six, six and a half, seven, yeah, something like that. Um, and and I, I, I can hand on heart saying I was toying with the idea of bringing him in, but I just didn't know who to drop. Um, yeah. And I ended up not dropping, and it's ended up costing me 26 points, um, which is a big, big blow for me. Well, that, that segues nicely into this current game week, game week 35. So, kind of, Tom, if we... Focus on you first at the moment, then just off the back of that, yeah. you were you were toying with the idea of bringing Antonio, and you didn't. We all know now Antonio at the time of recording had four goals. Yeah, against um, Norwich. God knows yeah. what his final point score will be at the end of this game week. But whoever did bring him in, and whoever would captain him, there's a few people on Twitter screenshotting their teams would have um, yeah. been really 20, 26, 26 points. Actually, he'll get um, so he'll no. get four four five pointers for the goals twenty. Plus two for the 90 minutes, 22. Plus the clean sheet, 23. Plus uh, three bonus yeah, points, 26. 26. Um, but but uh, ironically, if, if Antonio had been classed as a forward in the game, I would have brought him in because I would have got rid of Pookie. Um, but, <laughs> You're still but, but sticking with Pookie. Oh, oh, no, he's going. He's going this game week. But I, I thought West Ham at home, I thought, you know what? Maybe he'll get a goal. Maybe he'll get something. You know, Norwich needed something to stay up, you know, to, to, to stay in contention. They got smashed 4-0 off West Ham. Um, so my big my biggest issue is Pookie. Needs to get rid of him. Absolutely killed on Diop, who's got me 10 points, but it's on my bench. Do you think um, there's potential for Diop to be subbed in? No, mm, doesn't look no like it. Maguire, Van Arnold, Doherty. So I'd need one of the defenders not to play, wouldn't I? Maguire seems to just play every single match for United, and that's the reason I brought him in. Doherty won't won't be rested against Everton at home, and I can't see Van Arnold being rested at Villa away. Um, so another another poor first. You know, this is since the restart. How many times has this happened to me? Three, I think now. Yeah. Um, so another another poor decision on my part because actually, if I'd had Diop in there, and we'll come on to your boys' teams in a second, but if I'd had Diop in there, I'd be very happy because you guys haven't had the best of starts other, other than Deepak um, mm. Sterling. Um, but for me, transfer-wise this week, 100% nailed on. Pookie's leaving. Um, who's for coming who, in? Not too sure. Um, Greenwood? So, no, can't because I've already got three United and I'm, I'm yeah. loathe to, 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 to change too much in that sense. So, I think it'll be someone between Danny Ings, Calvert-Lewin, possibly Troy Deeney, who's just got two. Um I don't think I'd go Callum Wilson or, or Josh King. So so I think it's somewhere in, in those lines. I, as I said, if, if if Antonio was a forward, he'd already been my team and I'd be in a, a lot better position this game week. And I think the thing that can back up that statement is that I have targeted West Ham the last two chances. So I brought Fabianski in for Leno. 
and I brought Diop in for, I forget who, uh, but both obviously. So I got doubled up on West Ham defence. Um, and that's purely because I think their fixtures look pretty decent. Next This week they were away to Norwich. Next week they're home to Watford. The following week they are away to United, which is the tough one. And then the last game week they're home to Villa. Um, so yeah, wish I'd gone Antonio. Well done to everyone that did, but, but not me. Deepak, do you, do you want to go? Yeah, sure. Um, so I noticed Darren and I made the same transfer. We both bought in Schmeichel. Yep. For Pope, and I guess we can make the right decision because Pope did not keep a clean sheet, nor did Liverpool for that matter. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me: Liverpool not keeping a clean sheet, two games running yeah. for both of you, both of you, because that's a lot of money to be tied up in a defence that's not keeping clean sheets and is at risk of rotation. So Trent got you boys what one point? Yep, yep, yep. But he's definitely going to start next game. Yeah, should fingers be. crossed. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, I still have Dean to play from uh, Everton. I have my United to play as well. And uh, Jimenez, um, not looking too good at the moment. Uh, I still have my captain. Sterling did well for me. Yeah, if only you did. captain Sterling. Yeah. And, and this is where you know what, so I, was, I was thinking yeah. about this. If, if Deepak had Antonio and had captain Sterling, that's the equivalent of 68 yeah. points, which yeah. brings him back into contention with Daz. But this is, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that Whilst there's still a gap between Daz and, and us, actually, one crazy game week can, can change that completely. And if, if he had Antonio, captained Antonio, that would have been 52 points. Plus this 21, that's 73 points that would have been. And that's the gap totally reduced. So I guess yeah. all I'm saying is a couple of differentials that perform on their day changes it completely. Are you, Deepak, are you considering um, getting rid of De Bruyne? Because I... I'm toying with it. I mean, City have scored. They, they won 5-0 last night um, against Brighton. They won 5-0 against mm. Newcastle. So, 10 goals across two games. And he's got one assist. That, that's The thing me. is, with, with De Bruyne, um, even if you drop him, who do you, you bring in as a replacement who's going to get you such points? Yeah, maybe uh, I should have done it for Antonio. <laughs> with City, thing is, they're always explosive and they have very good... The next three games are Bournemouth, Bournemouth, uh, Watford, and Norwich. But he won't play all three games, will he? Uh, probably he'll play not. two. He's been rested. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll play sixty get... minutes in two. Yeah. That's that's um, that's that's. So uh, ten goals. If you told me a week and a half ago, City scored ten goals over the next two matches, I would have thought shit. The Bruyne is getting ten plus points both game weeks. Yeah. He's got us. Seven points last game week, three points this, ten points across mm-hmm. two. That that hurt me. I mean, just putting it out there, I quite like the look of Riyad Mahrez. I think he'll get a lot of game time last couple of last couple of weeks. Similar, I remember to what happened last season. I think it was like the last four or five games. Pep, presumably by then they had the title kind of sewn up or whatever like that. Yeah. Kind of was giving him way more game time, and he was actually performing. He did a really good end to last season, and I saw in the highlights for this game, kind of. I think he definitely he definitely assisted one of Sterling's goals. I think in general, kind of, he looked quite lively. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mares was given uh, a bit more minutes between now and the end of the season. Yeah, yeah the only did, thing... Yeah, one sorry, yeah. No, sorry, the, 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 the only thing I was going to say is De Bruyne in the last three has played 31 minutes, 90, 63. So if anything, mm-hmm. I'm at loath to get rid of De Bruyne at a point where his minutes have been rested more or less already. 
when Mares, yeah. I think I'm sure Mares has played out the last three matches, the majority of those matches. Um, I mean, they, they've again got the FA Cup semi final, haven't they? So, and when's I, that? I can, so that's uh, not next game week. In between next game week and the one after, um, so City play. Yeah, so City play Bournemouth on, on Wednesday, Wednesday the fifteenth. I can only presume they'll rotate. Then on Tuesday the twenty-first, they're away to Watford. But sandwiched in between that, they've got the semi-final. So you can more or less guarantee the Bruyne won't play against Watford away. I would have thought. Two two days later, why would you take the risk with Champions League still on the horizon? Yeah, and on the city thing, and just to quickly round up my my game week as well. Kind of, I took a chance on Mendy and left back. He got me six points, mm-hmm. which I'm happy with. He didn't play last game week, which was when I brought him in for it. Disappointed mm-hmm. that. So fingers crossed, he gets a few more minutes going forward. Um, apart from that, kind of didn't have a great game week so far. I mean, my Deepak's team is pretty similar apart from those yeah. two Man City players in the midfield. So I'm not, I'm expecting Deepak to get, to gain about 15 ish points on me this game week. Um, yeah. So I'm yeah. still quietly still, confident. You still have Ings as well to play, though. Yeah, I'm not expecting him to get too much against United, although, mm. you know, United's defense aren't fantastic. But I, yeah. if, if I can come out of the game week losing about 15 points to Deepak, I'll, I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Uh, hold on a minute. Don't you have all five players that Deepak still has? Uh, yeah, but apart from so and then Ings, so it's over. Yeah, so 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 basically, Deepak's got twenty nine points. You've got thirteen points. The only way is up for for Daz. So, so you know the, the gap will only be shortened this game week. And this is the problem that I think I mentioned on a podcast four or five game weeks ago when you only had two differentials, and that that's that. There's only. So much. I, I mean, it's great by Baz tactics-wise because he's limited the 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 gap damage. To, you know, yeah, the damage. Sorry, um, hugely in that actually Deepak can only really damage via City. That's literally yep. it, isn't it? Yep. Uh, William, William, Sterling, De Bruyne are your only differentials, and are yep, they yeah. going to make over the next four game weeks sixty points, seventy, sixty-seven points up? No. Had has a captain Sterling, perhaps. Well, yeah, and that's where the captain choice comes in. To, but yeah. but then who who says you know Fernandez doesn't go on and get a, a big yeah. haul? But that, for Daz, you two captaining the same player is amazing, really. And mm. and I think for, for Deepak, you'll you'll just need to go differential because let's be honest, we know Daz who's who Daz was going to captain this week. We knew it was mm-hmm. going to be Fernandez. Um, it's going to be next week as well, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but what, if I'm Daz, why wouldn't I? Really? Yeah. Sorry, Daz, we know you're in the conversation here, but I, 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 I li- quite literally, why, why wouldn't you, Captain? Yeah, yeah and Captain to be honest, Fernandez. Fernandez, the way he plays, he could have easily gotten a couple more. The header seemed like it should have gone in as well that he missed last yeah. game. So, and yeah, I think I think getting, Fernandez is at he's at much less risk of rotation, Fernandez, than Definitely. I think yeah. Sterling or De Bruyne. And this is where yeah. your tough question will come in, Deepak. Wednesday the 15th, City play Bournemouth at home. Being another 5-0. But they've got FA Cup semi-final three days later. Who mm-hmm. actually plays out of Sterling and De Bruyne? Or do they both get bent? You know, do you take yeah. the risk of captaining? Because you got burnt, was it three weeks, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Just, yeah, the, the week I brought in Sterling. Sterling yeah. He only got yeah. me two points, I think. And Whereas on... if you captain Marshall, jeez, yeah. And, you know, drawing the podcast to a close, I think we can, we can end on that common theme. What would Daz do? 
Yeah. So, so what are you doing, Daz, this this game week before before we close? I mean, kind of in in the interest of mystery and keeping the, the wow. listeners in a in a state of suspense. You know, find out next week. He has no, hold no on, clue. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is this is just showing which one of us is the shady one because I'll tell you right Absolutely. now, I'm getting rid of Pookie. I'm getting rid of Pookie. But the listeners want some advice, so I've said Pookie was the wrong wrong place to go. I think I'm looking at either Ings or Calvert-Lewin um, or possibly uh, Troy Deeney. Those are the three that I'm looking at. Deepak, do you know what move you're going to make or are you going to be um, a little bit shady? Well, to be honest, at the moment now, I'm just considering what to do with my City players. Um, now that You, you can't waste it, a chance, uh, though, will... can you, to get rid of them? You can't. Sorry? You can't waste a transfer to get rid of them, can you? Thing is, I can I have one transfer. I can still get rid of one player, and it's a big enough amount where I can get in a decent player. But at the same time, I, I don't think I would. I, I wouldn't waste that transfer. Uh, I don't think I would anyway. At the moment, I still need to fix my bench. That's a problem as well for my bench boost. Ah, so you said that's, is that is that that's the only chip you've got left? Is it? I still have my triple cap. Well, you've you've only got how many game weeks have you got to use Three these weeks. In? Oh, so you in the in the next three weeks you've got a bench that, boost. To be honest. So so the only word of advice I would give, and you didn't take it last time, but no. in taking a, a, a points hit each time, you need your player that you bring in to get a minimum of one return. Yeah, and ugh, I just don't think it's worth it. So well, that, that's the only time, thing I said. My United trio did prove worthy of the minus eight. Okay, so so just having yeah. a quick look at. I'm just sorry. I'm just having a quick. So, having a quick look at your team now, I'm mm-hmm. looking at when I would play the bench boost, and you've got heavy United, Liverpool, City. So you're looking no. at a week where that works. I don't think next week is it, just because of risk of rotation. Mm-hmm. Looks like the final <sighs> week, to be honest. And Deepak, if if you keep your head yeah. down and you just listen to Tom, you too could one day end up in fourth place too in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Daz, listen, this oh, shady goodness. guy over here not saying anything. The <laughs> listeners want to know. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, boys, thanks very much for this week. It's been an absolute Cheers, pleasure. Cheers, lads. As uh, always, eh? Same time next week? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Thank you, boys. Good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah.